This is Selena. And Alicia. Welcome to the What We Think About podcast, where we will discuss ideas, current events, and maybe even the occasional TV show. So kick back with us and enjoy the conversation. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the What We Think About podcast, where we discuss whatever we want to talk about. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So with that being said, I guess we're going to jump right into our discussion for today. And Alicia actually brought out a topic that I didn't know where she was kind of going for or going, what direction she was going toward. But I'm going to let her kind of introduce it and then we'll get into it. Okay. So, Selena, it has been tough trying to figure out exactly what to discuss, right? What do I think about? Um, I think about a lot of things. And most things I don't think I want to share on a podcast. (laughs) Um, But I was recently thinking about expectation versus reality as it relates to being in your 30s. You know, when you were in your teens or when you were in college, where did you see your life, your career, where you lived? your family, uh, spouse, whatever, um, like, what was that? And now that you are in that point of being in your 30s, like, how has that, is it, is it what you expected? Is it not what you expected? Is the reality better than the expectation? Is it disappointing? Do you not really have a lot of feelings about it? Just kind of give me I guess I'm an insight. Okay, this is an interview. All right. Um, so well, I, okay. I did watch a, a good seven minutes of the Oprah Winfrey, Meghan Markle. Is it Meghan Markle? It is. Um, the Duchess interview today. And so I'm, I'm all about the interview right now. Okay. Um, so to answer your question in this expectations versus reality, I don't know if, in my 20s, I pictured my 30s. So you didn't even picture your 30s in your 20s? Not really. I don't think I was that far ahead in my mind. I think maybe when I was around 16 or 17, I thought about life at 30. Because 30 seemed so old. There's a movie about it. It's what, 13 going on 30? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she thought that's when you know she could be flirty and thrive. It was some little catchphrase yeah. that was in the movie. So when I was around 16 or 17... That is when you thought about 30, because that's when you consider yourself a grown-up okay. at that age. So mm. For me, that's how, I, that's okay. how I was. I thought, once I hit 30, I'm like grown for real. Okay. So you have these, and we're going to talk about career first, is what you're saying. Yes. So you have these aspirations. You think you're going to make, like right out of college, you think you're going to make so much money. Yes. And that it's just going to be easy breezy. Like mm-hmm. I'm following this process, right? Because they've told me I need to get my education to get a good job. And once I have the good job, and then the money just flows on in. And mm-hmm. life is just easy after that. Yeah. So you you believe that fairy tale at around, I would say 13. Really started at about 13 because they ask you things in your eighth grade graduation program Okay. in my school. They asked us, what did we want to be when we grew up? Grew up? What did we want to be when we grow it <laughs> when up? When we became an adult. When we grow it up? <laughs> Don't judge my grammar. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'm sorry. Okay. And I remember firmly knowing what I wanted. 
firmly knowing I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be a, a lawyer. I could see that. Uh, that ha- uh, that was married with two children. Wait, time out. You wanted to be a lawyer? Yes. Yeah, you would make such a great lawyer. Yes. Okay. I steered away from that in ninth grade because of I felt like it could be some ethical compromises that I would not be prepared to make. Mm. So I decided instead of having to wrestle with that, that I would pursue something else that I loved. Yeah. So I think at that age, you just think everything is going to be wrapped up with a bow on it mm-hmm. by 30. Okay. And I think that's the uh, mindset that I had. How okay. about you? As far as mindset, I think I thought a 30-year-old or someone in their 30s would have it figured out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they're the maturity that people have in their 30s. Um, I didn't really think too much of my 30s when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So I really thought more about it, I would say, when I was in college mm-hmm. and seeing like groups of people go to like different restaurants or bars and I'm going with my friends, and we're in our 20s. And like I remember distinctly us saying, uh, oh, that's going to be us in 10 years looking at people who look like they were you know, about 10 years ahead of us or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think my mindset was just 30s, you're going to have it figured out. Just, there's maturity. You're not going to have to ask so many questions. You're going to know things. There's a wisdom. So that is, I guess, yes. <laughs> I guess that answers your question. Um, so... When you say that, because see, you had, you looked at people that you assumed were in their 30s mm-hmm. and saw this vision for yourself. Okay. So did you have anyone in your life that was maybe around that age that you think you saw and was like, wow, they really have it together and they're this age and I can't wait to get to that age? Or- I don't think I actually had the feeling of, I can't wait to be in my 30s. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because there was a, somebody who was getting their PhD and I worked in the lab, and I didn't know she was 36 until she said she was 36. I'm like, huh, interesting. That's 36. I don't know. I just. You took note. It, it was surprising because her personality, which is weird. Everybody has a different personality, but I just figured that at, in your 30s, especially your mid-30s, mm-hmm. again, there's a maturity, right? There's a, right. You have it all together. You're already set with, you know, you're done with school. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know. So it was it was eye-opening to see her, but then I also thought that she was an exception to the rule. Mm, okay. I she uh, not married, no kids. I don't know if she was dating anyone at the time. I wasn't, like, buddy-buddy with her. Um, but, yeah, I, I was shocked. Okay. Um, did you have anybody, like, 30-year-olds in your life? No. I'm thinking... I'm going in my mind as I asked you the question. I was thinking, and I know that I probably had people in my life that were that age, but I don't remember looking at them saying, like, this is what 30 is. Okay. Or this is what 35 looks like, or this is what grown really is. Yeah. I didn't have that. I never looked at anyone and was like, okay, that's where I'm going to be. Because maybe if I did, it would have settled, it would have tempered some of that expectation. Mm-hmm. Because, I'm going to ask you this, because of the expectations, do you think you set yourself up? Uh, why did you ask me that first? I was just about to ask you. I think that I'm going to have to think about that question. <laughs> <laughs> 
did I set myself up for failure? Not okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take because I didn't say that word. I know you didn't, but you know that's the word I hear often. <laughs> <laughs> because because I'm gonna ask you now. Now that you said that, do you f- feel like at the age you are, do you feel like you failed? I don't feel like I failed. Okay, so why would you say? Because you know how I am as a perfectionist. You are. It's yeah. I will say that my expectation about who I who I was supposed to be at 30, mm-hmm. the reality is I'm not that person. Okay. Um it's weird. I like I said the the big one was I thought I would have things figured out, but I just feel like I have more questions as I've aged. I don't feel this deep sense of like maturity or I don't even know if it's maturity. Like the idea of like the adult. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I look at my parents. Well, when I was a kid, let me say, I saw my parents, like they knew everything and whatever. And they were, for a lot of my life, like in their 30s, but like the beginning stages of my life, right? And I'm like, if a kid, if I had a kid right now, which I don't, and that's a whole other thing, but if I had a kid, I'm like, I don't know the answers. Maybe I know the answers to the questions you asked, but like I don't, so much I don't know. Go to Google. I look everything up. Even though the expectation and reality aren't, the expectation doesn't meet reality in many ways. It's not a negative thing. Like, I'm still very happy with where I am. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Did what I think turning 30 meant kind of have an effect on how I feel about my reality? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Like you say, you go in and you have this ex- expectation in your mind. And as you're gearing up to the age you typically notice that things may not line up to where Mm -hmm. you thought they would be so to me as I got maybe turned 28 then 29 it's like okay I don't think we're gonna get where we thought we were gonna be by the time we're 30 here ma'am okay so I think I don't think I feel like the expectation made me feel like a failure because I'm I don't feel like I failed because I didn't meet my childhood expectation mm-hmm. because I was a kid and yeah a, and a kid has these very lofty ideals shaped by the media what, yeah the media and things they are exposed to and like you say we saw our parents you see your parents in this like magical light yeah and you're your parent like knows everything. Your parents know everything to you. There mm-hmm. isn't a question you ask them that they don't know. They yeah. always have an answer for you. So you're like, they know everything. Mm-hmm. And so you, when you think about that age, sometimes you think about that. Yeah. But I'm very happy with the decisions that I've made. Mm-hmm. I feel I'm very blessed by God. I have to throw that in there. You're so um, churchy. And I, the decisions and the <laughs> outcomes that uh-huh. have happened. Yeah. Because of the things I may have wanted back then may not have resulted in the life I have now. Mm. And the life I have now may not be perfect, mm-hmm. but I am indeed very happy. And I am glad to live the life that I have. I feel like shouting right now. <laughs> I was about to throw in a hallelujah. Um. Okay. Okay. Um, as far as career, you mentioned you wanted to be a lawyer and then that mm-hmm. changed to another industry. Um, 
knowing where you are in your career right now, mm-hmm. huh. I know that you didn't see it when you were in your teens thinking about your 30s. Right. But how, like, how do you feel now as far as your reality in, in your career? Like, do you feel settled or is it kind of what you want to do or like, well, I don't know. Well, I feel very satisfied in my career. Mm-hmm. I like the track that I'm on. Mm-hmm. And I understand that the level of success, the maximum level of success that I want to experience is not, it does not come overnight for me. That's not my journey. Yeah. So, but I am very happy and very pleased with the track that I selected and the career that I've chosen because it's a career that I enjoy. Like I actually enjoy what I do. Mm -hmm. So I think that helps me be okay with where I am career wise because I enjoy it. I like it. And it gives me an opportunity to do one of the things I love, and that's to think. So, because I love to think and solve problems. You, <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I even like to build things. So this career path actually gives me an opportunity to do all of those things wrapped up in one job. Okay, so. this is slightly off topic, but it's okay. on the career topic. That trajectory of like where you started to where you are now, was it always in the same industry, or did you bounce in other industries before not settling, I don't want to use that word, but finding your your niche or whatever. I pretty much started on this path. Yeah. So, and with experience, I've gained, with experience, I've gained, like, seniority, I'll say. So, currently, I work in IT. As a software developer, I am a black woman in that field, and there are not a lot of us in that wait, wait, wait. particular field. You're a black woman? I am. <laughs> I am. So uh, so I started out, when I graduated college, I started as a developer, just in a developer type of peer program. And then as I have progressed and gained years of experience, I've moved up in seniority in that field and in that position. Mm-hmm. So what was the question so, so I can help get me back? Right. So the go. question was, well, it was a one-off question. I mm-hmm. want to know the trajectory. Were you always in that same... So, yes, I have always been in pretty much the same position. It's just been, I've been elevated over the years because of experience. Mm-hmm. So, I've gained knowledge. I've gained wisdom, really, and experience from doing the, from being in the field. Mm-hmm. So, it's just kind of elevated me um, to higher heights and deeper depths, if you want to be deep. Okay. Are we ready to move on to the next part about you? No, because I want to ask you a little bit about your career, which you don't have to reveal. I, I, you know. Yeah. But (laughs) is what you're doing now what you thought you would be doing? That's a great question. Um, When I was in middle school, I think I wrote I wanted to do cancer research. Mm -hmm. So it's similar. Oh, okay. That's (laughs) That's all you get. That's all you get? Okay. Um, But so it's, um, hmm. when I was a kid, I wanted to be a pediatric neurosurgeon. Cool. And then I realized I don't want to do that at all. I have too much anxiety. Um, so that's not going to happen. Okay. And yeah. And then when I got to college, it's funny. Okay. Middle school, I have written down in a yearbook. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went to college, I didn't know what I wanted to do anymore. Okay. Um, and did... A bunch of stuff after I graduated. So unlike you, where you had this straight trajectory of like, this is kind of what I want to do. This is the path. And so you're able to kind of see the progression from your 20s to your 30s of, yes, you know, elevating in your industry. I kind of bounced around to different 
places or industries before I ended up in the field that I currently am in. Um, and it just kind of happened. Um, I didn't, yeah, it just happened. Yeah, so your path wasn't very linear. Not it at all. It took you some twists and some turns. Yes. So if some younger people are listening to it, understand that everybody has their own path. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own path. And some people's will look like a I'm very tunnel vision mindset and it and it can happen linearly, but there can be some ups, there can be some downs. Definitely. Even on a linear path, right. to be honest, uh, because I surely got fired from one position, but that's another story for another day. Oh, yeah, I would love to talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, um, I would also say that every job that I've held or whatever has really kind of propelled me into... Or it, it made me a better employee. And so okay. where I am right now, like, I love what I do. Mm-hmm. But I also, I feel like I'm a better employee now than I probably was when I just graduated out of college. And I'm happy I did all the things that I had to do to get to where I am now. Because it makes me just that much better. Um, I think that's awesome. I think your company would be very happy to hear that. That I, you're, you're, you're um, the embe- the best employee version of yourself now. <laughs> I mean, I was good back then, but I'm just so much better Spectacular now. Spectacular now. Well, I know. No, I'm joking. But there's a humility, which is funny because spectacular, right? But there's a humility I have now that I don't think I had in my early 20s. Okay. And I had some jobs that really kind of... Humbled you? Let me know who I was. Okay. <laughs> um, which got to happen okay. somehow. So, um, so that's that. Um, so let's kind of pivot a little bit. Okay. Okay. So we talked about career. Um, let's talk about love and families and, and what did you see and how does it, I don't know. How well, I'm actually going to ask you for that first. You're gonna, oh yeah. Cause I went with the career first. So I'm going to actually going to hmm. have you pivot that into the relationship arena. Okay. So what did you see? How are, you know the funny thing? I never saw like the, like how it started versus how it's going. <laughs> We're in a pandemic. Um, we are. <laughs> so I never really saw myself with like the kids, mm-hmm. even like looking future self. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tie in something that I know you, you didn't ask me, but it's important. I saw myself like in a loft somewhere. Like in the city. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess married. I yeah. I guess so. I it's weird. I didn't think too much about my like. Hmm. I was gonna say love life, but that's not it. I didn't think about like the family Your family life. The family life. Mm-hmm. Too much. Okay. Um. So I didn't have an expectation. Well, I maybe expected to be married. But I didn't. I was like, "Look, come on, let's be re- be real with yourself." I didn't expect. Well, I didn't expect not to be married in my thirties, but I didn't like visualize it. It was just like, oh, "Okay, yeah, I guess your thirties, you're married." Mm-hmm. I didn't see kids in it, so. But then I guess I saw a loft in the city, so maybe I wasn't even thinking far enough ahead. Ahead. Maybe I was only thinking like twenties. Let me graduate college. That's where you were. Because I went to grad school, right. and so that also added another layer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess in my thirties, but then the closer I got to 30, I'm like, no, 
not yet. I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. How about you? You know, I don't really know. Like I said, in that my eighth grade memory book, it said that I would be married with two children by the time I turned 30. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I think it's like 10 years. I think they said 28, but I'm thinking 30. And I was like, where did you get that from? It's just so random. Well, you're probably thinking about your own parents, right? And like where they were at 30 or I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe so. And I guess, like I said, I when I when they talked about that in eighth grade, and I'm not going to tell you guys what year I was in eighth grade. <laughs> Um, but when they talked about that, it 30 seemed so old to me. Mm-hmm. It did. It seemed old. That was like, I'm a real adult. I have my own things. I, my, cause you know, one thing that you don't think about when they ask you those type of questions, where are your parents? Yeah. You don't think about any of that. You just think about this life that you're now going to have. So I did think back when I was 13, that by 30, yeah, of course, I'd be married with two kids. Everybody's, like, married. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't I be? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what people do. Yeah. So, but the reality. Well. That- <laughs> <laughs> so, when that old bus came around for year 30, and I had to get on it, I was like, oh, none of that is in the works for me mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And I said, whew, that's a little tough. Mm. But you know what? I think I was actually okay at 30. I'm not going to tell you how old I am. I think I, I took 30 kind of hard, and I don't know, that may have been it, the whole I'm not married thing. But you know, because I'm like talking through it as I'm thinking. Yeah. As I'm thinking, we I'm didn't, talking. We didn't like pre like talk about having yeah. this conversation before we're just you having didn't. it on mic oh man so because i had a hard time when i turned 30 yeah tr- you know i had a real like months before like maybe three months before i start having a very hard time i was quite i was very sad mm-hmm. i felt like is this it like i had i was in that mindset like is this it wow is this going to be it for the rest of my life? I almost felt like my life was going to stop at 30 and that whatever I didn't have at 30, I just wasn't going to have. Mm-hmm. That is what, so 30 hit me hard. That was one of my hardest birthdays. Okay. 30 hit me very hard. But then you turn it and you're like, you know what? It's not so bad over here. But yeah, I did have this expectation of marriage mm-hmm. and children. I think more so married by 30 yeah maybe in my 30s to have my children okay i think i always had that vision for my life okay to have children i wanted three just like i'm one of three and i wanted three in your 30s yes okay well my mother had me at 30 Mm. and i'm the middle so i'm giving out all my little business you really are (laughs) i'm giving out all my little business i'm like i'm not gonna say what i do Uh, (laughs) i felt like the 30s for me would have been a good Oh, I'm not out of them, FYI. But that was <laughs> that well, in my mind was the time frame to have my children. Okay. Okay, so now that you are a part of that go. reality. Here she go. Um, no, just how do you feel? Like as far as like, yeah, how do you feel when the expectation and the reality don't align? How do I feel? Or are you like, you know, now that you're here, the expectation was just so far off 
of who you are. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm trying to get an idea. Okay, I see what you're saying. Hmm. How do I feel? You know what? I'm okay. Yeah. Let's say that. <laughs> I am okay with. I'm I'm okay as far as my reality not matching my expectation. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that because I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. So when you don't know what to expect, you make up dreams and goals. Some of the things that are in my life or a part of my life now, I didn't know to dream for. Mm-hmm. I didn't know for it to be a part of my expectation. I didn't know. Oh, I'm going to have to know what those things are. Yeah. So the fact that there are some things that I didn't weren't a part of my vision that I have now, yeah. that I love now, mm-hmm. I'm okay with maybe some of the things I thought I wanted haven't happened yet. Okay. Okay. So what are some of the things that, um, um, just like having my own home. I never pictured that. I never pictured having a house like that. I didn't have a husband in, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I never thought that I would have my own own home. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't think about that. Okay. Like, cause my parents were married. Yeah. So I never saw my mother as a single woman with a home. Yeah. My dad as a single man with a home. Mm-hmm. You just don't think about having your own home. And I didn't think about that for my life. Yeah. But that is where my life took me. I actually bought my home because I didn't see myself getting married before a certain age and I got tired of wasting money on rent. Okay. So I didn't know to dream that. So I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know to expect that. Interesting. I had an expectation of marriage because that is what I saw. Yeah. That is what was before me. Mm-hmm. So I, I could expect that in my own life, mm-hmm. but I never thought financial security. Yeah. Not that my parents weren't financially secure, but it wasn't even in my mind. You know, as a kid, you don't think about it. Yeah. You don't think about how your lights aren't getting cut off, but how there's always food in your refrigerator. Right. You don't like when you need clothes, you go to the store and get clothes. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, your mom goes, you know, we go to the store and get clothes. I don't. I didn't think about some people not having those things. So I never thought about not being financially secure. Right. But as an adult, like as as I've come into my because age, you had to get to that point where you had to be financially secure. Yeah. So as you come into age, you say, "Oh, that is a thing." Oh, or I will say, there was a time when you probably were a little financially yes. insecure. Yeah, absolutely. And had to 100%. work your way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. So even from a kid being coming from a very financially secure place, yeah. but see, when I make those dreams, I don't think about that. Yeah, I don't even think about that. Um, another thing that I really appreciate because I don't want to seem like I don't appreciate my life as I do is it's very peaceful in my home, mm. and I think sometimes we take for granted some of the small things like peace. Yeah, because not everyone has that. Mm-hmm. And I am very grateful and thankful just to have peace and quiet in my own home. If I'm somewhere and it gets to where I do not like it, you know what I can do? Leave. Yeah. And go to my own home where there is peace. Mm. So that's just some, I don't know how I got out here. So you're going to have to ask me a question to bring me back or I'm going to have to flip the question on you. I don't even remember what you asked me. But it's really interesting because I'm loving what you're saying. And it's like, I think what you just said is so powerful. And especially the idea of the peace. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I would say, you know, in your 20s, when I was thinking about, you know, 30s or whatever, you don't think about how important your peace is. You don't. <laughs> you do not. Which is also why I was not ready to get married when I was in my late 20s, early 30s, because I spent so much time 
in school and then I finally have that time to like find that piece Mm -hmm. and I wanted to have that on my own yeah and it's weird because growing up um you know the expectation for many women right is Mm -hmm. you're married at 30 or married in your 30s or you know there's something wrong with you yes if you aren't married and have a family in your 30s yeah absolutely and then it's like you get to this point in your life at least for me i got to this point in my life i'm like but that's not my desire at that time i'm still in my 30s and mm-hmm. my desires are they're ever evolving yes but i can say with all honesty i didn't want that mm-hmm. in my early 30s right mm-hmm. um and as you said i think it's i just wanted some peace and I didn't want the expectation of having to like take care of another. Cause that and and that is it. Cause there is a there is a sacrifice yes. that comes with being with a partner. Yeah. There is a there is a sacrifice of one. There's a commitment to sacrifice oneself. Really, realistically, I mean, it's not like totally like I'm like putting, you know, yourself down or or anything, mm-hmm. but you're with someone else. So there's a consideration. That's a better word. Yeah. There's an always considering. Type I, of thing. I wonder, this is going to sound badly, so I don't know if I want you to post this, but I wonder if it has to do with the amount of education we're getting, especially now. And not saying that Could. people weren't getting educated back then. There's plenty of very educated people back then. So like, Absolutely. Um, you know, but like I said, for me, I felt like I couldn't really start anything until I finished school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I just needed a break. Okay. But it took me, you know, like faster than then the grad school. It took me some time. Yeah. And then I didn't go straight from my undergrad to grad grad school. It took a couple of years to kind of try to figure things out and to go to grad school for something that I was passionate about. So, like I said, I just needed time to like not have the responsibility of school and whatever. And I didn't want to have to deal with, like I said, the responsibility of being someone's wife mm-hmm. or potentially someone's mom. Because my mother didn't have such a long, uh, so many years in school, the amount of years that I had in school, I wonder if she was just ready mm-hmm. sooner. And I don't know. I mean, different strokes for different folks. But yeah, I'm, I'm and, curious about that. And I do think it was a different time. Yeah. You know, because whereas I think it's, as much as we say you have to be, it was a societal, oh, that was hard, that it was a societal expectation to be married by 30, I think it was probably way more pressure on our parent generation. Oh, definitely. On the boomers. So they, I know. Did, like, to, I believe 30 was late for them. Like, yes, you it had was. to be married by 25, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. They wanted to be married and starting their families at around 25. Mm. So for us, we've pushed it and we're continuing to push it. Uh, <laughs> because Speak for yourself. No, I'm okay. joking. I'm joking. The thing is, the thing as we talk about it, so we talk about our expectations, but then you get hit by reality. Yeah. And the reality is, as women, there is a timeline. Yeah. And it is finite. Whether you want to believe it or not, it is very finite. I mean, there are certain things you can do to. Yeah, I guess that's where the financial security comes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> But 
Yes, but there still is a very there yeah. is there's a finite timeline mm-hmm. that you have to have certain things that you if you still want them mm-hmm. for you to do like have children. There's a you know there's only so much time you're gonna have. So that's one of the things that even if uh, whereas your expectation didn't meet your reality, truth is you still only have a limited amount of time. Yeah, but don't but that's okay. You know, you got more time than me. Not much. The older we both get, the closer in age I feel, I feel it seems that we are. Um, I mean, we are close in age, but yeah. um, you are older than me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, we, we talked about family. We talked about um, career. In your 30s, um, you know, I never really thought too much about finances, but I just figured that I would be financially secure. I don't know. Why did you think that though? Because I thought that I had, I would have had like the job that granted <laughs> the security. <laughs> um, and I think it took me a while to get to that point where I felt like, pretty comfortable in my finances. But um, yeah, I would say that 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 pretty much was on track with the expectation. Um, in my twenties. I didn't have any money. Um, not that I have any money right now, but I definitely am a lot more financially secure um, than I was uh, in my 20s. But again, I went to grad school, and that kind of pushes the timeline a little bit. Mm-hmm. How about you? Yeah, I did have a few years at the end of undergrad, really, for me, where I struggled financially. And one thing I learned from that experience is that I did not want to struggle financially. It mm-hmm. was actually very motivating for me to um, finish my undergraduate degree and to kind of launch into my career because mm-hmm. I knew I didn't want a life where I had a lot of financial struggles. Yeah. I will say this. I do come from a middle-class background. Mm-hmm. So uh, with uh, and a two-parent household. Yeah. And so I probably come, I am, yeah, I was going to say, I'm probably coming from a place of privilege when I speak about both of, you know, both of my parents were very, they're hardworking. They both had long uh, jobs working both over 40 years at their prospective companies. Mm-hmm. So I think I expected financial security because I kind of came yeah. from that. But those few years in undergrad when I was kind of like trying to be my own person, trying to be my own adult. And I was trying to finish up my undergrad and my other siblings were going to college as well. So I kind of wanted to let them have the full weight of my parents, you know, support. So trying to kind of took myself off the teat, um, (laughs) (laughs) so to speak. So but after that experience, it was about two, two years, I think I was kind of on my own financially. I did learn how to manage money, which was great. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that worked well from that, that play into my now reality. I do know how to kind of manage a bit. I'm very blessed though. Um, not that I have a lot of money, like Alicia said, I don't, I'm not like, you know, rich. Um, but I thought about <laughs> recently, there was a project released by Jasmine Sullivan mm-hmm. and called Hotels. H-E-A-U-X. On that project, there is a song called The Other Side. Okay. And we listened to it. Alicia and I both listened to it together. And she says something about, I have dreams to buy expensive things. 
and I know that he's out there. So where's my millionaire? So this person's frame of mind yeah, has we, yeah. financial security built around another person or a mate. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was interesting because she says something else in here too. I'm trying to find, I'm looking up the lyrics. Um, before that, a young lady comes on and reads her story. Mm-hmm. And she said that one thing she knew is she didn't want to have a financial, financially insecure partner mm-hmm. and that she wanted her partner to have as much ambition as she had because she grew up poor. And she never wanted to be poor again. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was interesting. I think the financial security expectation comes, is rooted in childhood. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think people usually, you know, to me, they do two of two, one of two things. They either do the same that they know or the extreme opposite. That's my opinion. Okay. I don't know how I got there. Me neither. I'm a rambler. It's okay. In, in case you guys didn't know, I'm a ram- I will ramble. So the other thing I thought about as far as like my 30s, I thought that I would have more self-confidence. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. You know, but maybe it's because I'm supposed to be married with children and financially secure and, and everything. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought I would just have this self-acceptance and that everything was fine and this is who I am and I don't need to try to change for anyone or myself for that, you know, for that matter. Um but I think I still struggle with it. And it might just be being a woman in the society. I don't know. But it's interesting because I, I hope that I can get to that point where I'm completely confident in who I am hmm. and I can let go of like the insecurities because I'm not I don't get funny. that from you. Hmm. You're So you're saying you lack confidence, you're insecure. Which term would you use? I'm curious hmm. to describe this feeling. I think that I have some insecurities that I thought I would grow out of. Okay. I like that. I like how you put that. Because you're not saying overall you're insecure. No, I'm not an insecure person. Right. See, because I'm like, I don't get that from you at all. <laughs> but hey, she can be faking me. I'm hyperconfident. Um, no, but I, there are some, yeah, some things I thought I would grow out of okay. at this age. Because you and, seem very settled in self. Thank you. You do. That's so kind. That was one of the nicest things. Oh, oh, I wish they would have heard that joke you said about me the other day, about me being settled in my appearance. <laughs> um, but yeah, I it's, it's strange. Yeah, I thought, I, you know, in my 30s, I would not have some of the insecurities I have. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think uh, insecurities can be rolling to me because sometimes they can come, sometimes they can go, mm-hmm. I think. Because I think as we grow, as we evolve... So as we're becoming, I think sometimes we go through seasons where things bother us and other seasons where things don't. Mm. Because I'm probably way more settled now than I've ever been. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best it's ever been for me, confidence-wise. Yeah. And I think insecurities do just, you know, come and go. And we just deal, really. Yeah. And You know, I just don't know if you ever get to a place, you know, outside of probably what your 60s where you're just like, I don't care. But (laughs) I think Flower has something to say. Yeah. If you weren't already aware, um, I have a foster dog. I have to like say this every episode, right? I have this foster dog who has joined us and uh, she is, she is dreaming right now, I believe. Um, And she's a bit loud, so. So as we've been talking about expectations and reality, 
do you think when you set these expectations, because you said you set yours in your 20s, mm-hmm. do you think where you were a little naive? Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I wish I could elaborate. I don't know what else to say. Um, was I naive? Yeah. I think part of it is just you aren't in your 30s, and I'm not in my 40s. You know, like I, you're expecting a reality that is not your own reality. Mm-hmm. She's really loud right now. <laughs> we can hear her, but we probably the, the listeners probably can't. Okay, but again, they can hear her. <laughs> She's okay. Let her dream continue. You want me to keep talking? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So everything you see of someone in their thirties is not that's not you. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I think everyone should know is you can't use someone else. You can't compare yourself to someone, someone else, or you should. That's shouldn't. good. That's good. Um. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. How about you? Same question. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we have no experience in our thirties when we're expecting them. Yeah. So you have no idea what life's gonna throw at you. You have no idea how life's gonna hit you. So you really don't know what to expect. And just like currently, I'm not in my forties. And I'm thinking about life in my 40s. You okay. know, you think about that type of thing, mm. like the next decade of your life. I'm not even close. Okay. I'm, I'm like, I'm not close enough to say, let me start talking, thinking about my 40s, but go ahead. But yes, I do think I there was naivete. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. But as I've grown in my 30s, I am good with how things have turned out. I was going to say that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say that even though the expectation and reality don't necessarily mesh in some ways, mm-hmm. I'm very happy with where I am right now. Yes. I would agree with that 100%. I'm very happy. And I'm enjoying this time of my life as well. Yeah. And even though I feel like I don't have this whole like adulting, quote unquote, thing figured out, I feel like I do know a lot more now than I did 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I like the person I'm becoming. Yes. Come on, keyword. Mm. Me too. I I think I look back at 30 and I, if I could tell myself anything, because I'm going to ask you this, so just be ready. Mm-hmm. If I could tell myself anything, I would be like, relax, chill, just enjoy. Would you listen to yourself? Yes. Okay. I always listen to me. Okay. <laughs> if I don't listen to anybody else, I would listen to myself. So if I had a time travel machine mm-hmm. and I went back to a year that I will not name and put a letter under my pillow when I was 13 in a room that I was sharing, mm-hmm. if I had done that and I signed it with my signature that only I know, I would read it and be like, okay, we are going to be good. Let's enjoy I would listen to myself 100%. I wouldn't trust that letter. I'd be like, someone is playing around. I would think my mom or my brother forged my signature on something. And yeah, no, I wouldn't trust it. See, there are certain things that I can tell in the writing. I know if it's me or not. So I would know it was me. I would definitely trust myself. But I am very happy. Like you said, even though the expectation does not meet with reality right now, I am very happy. I am joyful. I am glad. I am at peace. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Good. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much. This has actually been a really good topic. Really? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Because I just really just pulled this one out of the hat. Like, I don't know what to talk about. 
I really enjoyed this topic. It's been a very fruitful discussion. I'm just scared that it's going to be too much of like my personal information. I don't think so. It's been very reflective. I'm sure who, whoever listens to this podcast already knows. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is sometimes. (laughs) Okay. All right. That it? That's it. Okay. All right, guys. Stay tuned next week for another podcast. And we will see you then. Take care. Bye.